Hey, Robbie, did you notice we've got the comments? <laughs> <laughs> we are live. And the Odyssey continues. <laughs> What's up, Dojo Nation? Welcome to another episode of Flavor Odyssey. I'm your host, Robbie Raz. Here's our co-host, Randy Griggs. Bounce live and direct from Rick, Lot B. Rick, Rick. And Lot B minus. Uh, off to a great start today. Randy, you look fantastic in green. How are you feeling today? I'm feeling jovial. I'm feeling celebratory. I literally own like one green hat and one green shirt. So it, it worked out that I was able to locate both of them on the same day. <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, super excited to be here. Was it just me or was us coming on air when we did a little bit of a surprise? <laughs> it was a little bit of a surprise. We were anticipating, you know, commercials and such. Uh, yeah. Jordan, really, you had one job to do, man. Thank you, thank uh, you for taking my sentiment and putting it into words <laughs> in such an eloquent way, Robbie. Man. I mean, you know, sometimes you just you just got to do it, right? You just got to. Um, but no, thrilled to be back. Glad to have you back in the saddle, Randy. Uh, missed you last week while you were oh, out on assignment. Um, but we're back with we're, we're taking a little diversion from uh, the on natural episode, yes. which is why Randy is wearing clothes. Oh, you have a beer, too, so you're drinking a Guinness? Yeah, of course. Yeah? Yeah, you I got a Smittix. Nice! So we, we double, we're doing a little double dipping. Double dipping yeah. here on our St. Patrick's Day prep episode. Uh, as I said, taking a little uh, little diversion from the on natural, although I think, Randy, we're both probably smoking natural wrap cigars, so... Uh, although well, I have no I, idea what you're smoking yet. Yeah, but we'll you get don't, into that. and I'm not smoking a natural, but we'll get into that. We'll get into that. Uh, off to a great start so far. How's everything in Colorado? We got a blizzard coming that's going to knock this out, so no one will ever see it. Or well, it, actually, we do have a blizzard coming in, but uh, I don't think that was the issue. I think it was mainly just Jordan. Uh, I don't think that's going to save us. Screwing up the beginning <laughs> of the show. No, everything's cool. I'm ready to go. We got some, some Irish whiskey that we'll talk about in a while. Super excited about that. And uh, we'll see how this bad boy goes. Hey, real quick, guys, you got to get your March Madness brackets finished. Oh, I got to do mine. I before do mine. tomorrow, uh, the first game, Mountain Time, is 10 15 a.m. By the way, Colorado oh, State is playing Michigan. That's the first game, the very, very first oh. game of the tournament. So uh, uh, make sure to get, because here's the thing if you get in on this contest, it's going to be fun for like a month long. If you don't get in, it's going to be a month long of you not being in, and it's really going to be a, a drag for you if you're not playing along. So make sure that you, you get your brackets in. You can do two different brackets in the same contest. So you can, you know, I, I did one where I, I was crazy with the bracket. I kind of had some fun with it, and then I did another one that was a little bit more serious. You can take any strategy you want, but there's a lot of prizes on the line from Alec Bradley and Rabbit Air. In fact, the grand prize is the new Rabbit Air A3, which is like almost $800. So you definitely are going to want to get your brackets in, but you got to do it probably tonight. You really got to get those brackets locked in tonight. Oh, I like Randy, what you said have there. You've done your bracket, so so I have it, but I'm going to do it tonight. I'm I'm all in, and I like what what Eric said because not only while you're on the Dojoverse and watching our shows, are you um, going to feel like you're not part of the conversation, but it feels like to me. There are more bracket conversations going on this year than ever before. They've got the, the you know, um, all the sports channels are, are talking about it. I saw today on ESPN that uh, 
They've got over 7 million of them turned in. There's some great information out there. I, I, I did do a little bit of studying, Robbie Raz, and there, there's some fun stuff like the, the frequency that 11 seeds go on and the frequency that one seeds actually lock it down. Actually, I, I want to say that was the women's uh, uh, deets, but, but there's a bunch of like deets out there that you can like find out and figure out if you don't know the teams that well, like myself, I don't really follow college basketball, but I do like stats. Um, and, and I do like looking up that kind of thing of just like, oh, you know, here's the percentages that there's an upset when it's a, 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 a 12 versus a two kind of thing, you know. Um, those are those are fun. So I'm going to spend some time after the show tonight uh, looking up some of that information. I'm probably going to let that and pretty colors mostly drive my decision making. I'd say. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm into that. Uh, you weren't no. uh, you weren't here last week, Randy, when we talked about it. So the best time, the best that I've ever done on a bracket, I picked each winner based on the brewery they were closest to. So like nice. if they were they're close to a brewery that I knew, boom, picked them. And Love I actually it. did pretty well. What do you do for Michigan? Uh, do you go with Bells or Founders? That's that's a tougher one. I don't remember. This was several years ago. I'd probably go Bells. Oh, uh, maybe should, at the time. Guys, at the time I would have gone Founders. Yeah. We should have done a show where you guys did that. You like went through the 64 teams and you oh. and you picked live based on on these factors that that Robbie, that's genius. I love this. You idea. know, and then a great follow-up show would just be painting a wall, yeah. and then watching. It <laughs> Stop it! <That's>... Oh. <laughs> Stop Ouch. it, Scotty! Who gave that guy a microphone? <laughs> What's that about? Cut him off! Cut him off! So that, last time I wear my Trinity cigars hat on the show. <laughs> um well cool uh since uh that is off and running i'm super excited oh great look at scotty's talking smack but it has a killer uh pairing there with the seat the cerberus uh and 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 the red breast i'm super excited about tonight uh robbie we are halfway through our fourth season doing this show obviously one of those seasons halfway. was all beer but um we've never touched irish whiskey and I thought that was yeah. kind of interesting. We've really never discussed it much. I've never done a lot of research on it. So I looked up uh, some things um, in preparation for today. I've got a story. I fell in love with this story. It's kind of why I chose what I'm going to be drinking. But uh, super looking forward to this. So um, I'll, I'll let you uh, kind, of, kind of roll out what, what, what we're doing here today. You said that it's a, a, a kind of diversion, but uh, maybe you can give a little more context to what that means. Yeah, we are. We're getting away from the. And actually, yeah, it looks like you're smoking a Maduro. We are getting away from the uh, Ah Natural segment of season four, where, where we're all smoking the same stuff. Uh, this week, in uh, in light of St. Patrick's Day, we are. Wow, Randy, is that cut with something, or was that just all whiskey in that glass that I just saw? Um, I mean, there's a big ass ice sphere, but it's, it's okay, five good, ounces of good, whiskey. Good, good, good. <laughs> Because I'm telling you, that was that was that was a rocks glass like this dojo glass I have right here, but it was filled up to this. Like that's look at five that. ounces. That's, that is. Intense. Does that seem like a lot? Five ounces. It's a Wednesday, baby. Get after it. It's St. Uh, Patty's Day. So yeah, in preparation for St. Patrick's Day, and uh, actually, shout out to Patrick Larkin, uh, who one who uh, reminded me that St. Patrick's Day was the day after our show, and we shouldn't ignore it. it Randy and I are terrible. We, I'll admit, we are terrible at pointing out when there's a holiday in the schedule. 
We schedule it's true. until it's already until it's already planned, and then we look at it and we think, oh crap, we should have done something for X, Y, or Z. So luckily, yeah. uh, our good friend Patrick Larkin was on top of it and said, hey, you should. Although he was he was pushing the uh, the Guinness um, cold brew coffee, which is actually quite tasty. Uh, he was pushing yeah. that, but I'm glad that we turned to uh, Irish whiskey, Randy. As you said, we are damn near wrapping up season four. Really, we have one what, one more segment after this. So I'm know, not taking st- your word for it. We've we've made this mistake before. <laughs> but we're we're giving shout outs. I got to say uh, that my man Todd T uh, has been on me about doing the St. Patty's Day show since like November. Just to be clear, like he's been trying to get well, me to do Irish whiskey and uh, car bombs, which is um, which is a cigar. Obviously, there's some cigar themes uh, that go on around the holidays. This is definitely one of them. I know Alec and Brad or Alec Bradley has a couple of them. I think they do the. Um, I don't remember what they're called, but 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 there's the black black market hooligan or something like that. Hooligans, one of them. There's, there's another a shamrock one. and the hooligan. Shamrock. That's it, the shamrock. Isn't one of them a candela? One's a like one, well, well, there's a candela, and then there's a well, it switched it to be a barber pole. It used to be a candela, then mm. it's a candela barber pole, and then the uh, the the one of them is more limited and it has a three part barber pole. Oh, ooh, sexy. I think that's fun. Uh, I really, I really enjoy that. I'm sorry, I'm totally diverting from you staying on track here, Rob. Uh, but, uh, but I, 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 I gotta just throw out there. I do enjoy um, that holidays that uh, cigar industry um, kind of adopts and and has these releases. You know, Super Bowl cigars all the way to uh, Thanksgiving Day and Black Friday even has a cigar from HVC I know I really enjoy the the, the theming I don't know how well those cigars maybe sell the rest of the year I think some of them are, are limited releases where they're only available around the holidays I think that's a lot of fun in, in general I'm kind yeah, of bummed I think it's funny that you you that. skipped the uh, skipped the Tatuaje monster series which kind of started that trend didn't it with with what the with do they come around out around yeah. the Friday the 13th around, or what? Uh, no, they come out around uh, Halloween of every course. year. Yeah, of course. Of course. Uh, and and that was Todd. You said Todd T. Who was uh, pushing you? Yeah. To what do is this? It, what's Todd's name? Todd Chapman. Feel like well, regardless, Todd, I, Todd yeah. I just want to I just want to let you know that Randy never brought this up once. So I know <laughs> it's I know it's in the Trello been, board. I, I made a I note in the Trello you've board. Been, you've been pushing it since November. <laughs> He's never brought it up once. So if you want to get something done, just shoot me a message. We'll make it happen. Because uh, I, I, Patrick Larker brought it up once, and I said, hell yeah, let's do it. And now here we are. But that's neither Todd, here nor there. Todd, going to do it. He's a liar. <laughs> love, love you too, Patrick. All right. So we I, are uh, going with Irish whiskey. Randy, I'm going to try to pull us back on track here, baby. Irish whiskey. Okay. I am going with job. one of my favorites. Uh, green Spot from our good friends. At Mitchell and All you need Sons, is? fine wines and spirits in Dublin, Ireland. Dublin, great town. Great town. A lot of fun. Uh, Randy, what are you drinking? I'm drinking the... I thought I had a bottle here. I'm drinking the Red Breast 12, mm-hmm. um, which I've got this great story. It's, uh, yeah, everything that I've read, you know, a lot. they, they, they kind of claim to really um, be the kind of quintessential Irish whiskey flavor bill, if, if you will. 
Um, we'll talk a little bit about Irish whiskey, how it differentiates from other whiskeys, and uh, and I'd love to share a little bit about the Red Breast story. But uh, for now, we'll just leave it. At, I'm, I'm drinking the Red Breast, and um, can I tell my my pairing, or we're just doing whiskey right now? Wait, we're just doing whiskey. Well, you can say what you're smoking to. That's fine. Well, now you have to. No, let's go to Eric first because I'm going to talk okay, for fine. 10 minutes. All right, it. boys, what are you drinking back in uh, in in the dugout? Uh, there? So Scotty was nice enough to bring over the same uh, one nice. that uh, that uh, Randall has, the Red Breast. Oh, can I get that? There it is. There you go. Red nice. Breast, nice twelve year. There we go. So that's what me and Jordan are doing. Uh, should be fun. Nice. I was actually going to uh, Red Breast was the the whiskey that I was going to get. So I'm glad. That uh, my wife, my lovely wife Dana, my wife. Uh, found found a green spot at Costco <laughs> for a very reasonable price. Uh, I think it was about forty bucks, which uh, for me, I'll do that every day of the week because this stuff's pretty tasty. Um, on top of that, I am smoking, and we'll just go around the room again since you know what the hell. Uh, I'm smoking the Fairy Otago oh. Elegancia, number one cigar, cigar of the year. Of the year. On the uh, our good friends at Cigar Dojo, Fr- friends of the show, Cigar Dojo. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> Randy, what are you smoking? I am going with the uh, Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust Sober Mesa, uh, the original, the very first release from Steve Saka when he opened the doors at Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust in 2015. Um, it is, uh, as we discussed, a, a dark. Uh, grade one dark rosado, um, uh, Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, and uh, and I'm super excited about the pairing. Uh, I've got some uh, some hard hitting evidence to why the flavor profile of Irish whiskey and this cigar are going to be magical. <laughs> it's funny. I was worried that this Elegancia was going to get uh, blown out of the water uh, by this whiskey, but. Uh, it's it's not actually. I'm I'm kind of surprised. I have a feeling that if I were smoking uh, the Sobre Mesa, actually that would probably work out pretty well. For whatever in my head I was thinking, Mi Querida. If I was smoking Mi Querida, that would just blow this out of the water. You wouldn't. Mm-hmm. The whiskey would just be drowned out completely. But uh, Sobre Mesa is an interesting choice, Randy. I like that. Uh, yeah, it's funny. Eric, until oh, you had mentioned Maduro, I I've never really considered this cigar at Maduro. I actually thought that it was a natural until I was. Uh, bu- um, Buffering up on the um, the the blend details. Well, there um, was like, there's some uh, debate on that. Uh, back in the day, we did an article, world's best Maduros, and we polled about ten ten or so of the top industry guys on their top five Maduros, and I put together an infographic that compiled all the data. Ooh. So you were allowed Love to pick. You were allowed to pick, I think, one of your own cigars, and Steve picked. That cigar, so the original Silver Mesa, right? So then, in Cigar Wars, our other site where you get to rank cigars, I have the Silver Mesa listed as a Maduro. So then, fast fast forward to a few months, and we have Steve on the show, and he says he's surprised that we consider it a Maduro because he's never considered a Maduro. And I said, you listed <laughs> it on your <laughs> on the Maduro article, and. But I you can't. said it was. You said it. You yourself. No. You said it was. And I think he just. You wanted, said it was. He just wanted to get the cigar on the list or something. <laughs> I, I don't know what the answer. I can't remember what the answer was. But. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that sounds. That is physically very, very looking at stock. it. 
Yeah, physically looking at it and looking at the description of it being a grade one dark rosado, um, it doesn't scream Maduro. It doesn't have that chocolatey darkness to it. It doesn't look um, like a Maduro. It has more of the like um, thinner, tight sheen rather than the like oily Maduro sheen. Um, so to me, this feels more like a dark shade uh grading more so than a long higher longer higher temperature fermentation uh, I think result there's myself. there's sort of two schools of thought like some guys will think will say that there's certain varietals that can only be maduro like there's san andreas there's broadleaf there's like araparaca Matafina. those can those are like maduro varietals and then like the other ones they may look dark but they're not maduro but then the other I, school just says no if it's dark it's a maduro yeah, no, to, to me, the, the like definition of Maduro is the fermentation practice. And that's that higher temperature, longer fermentation, which will only be uh, held up against by certain varietals of that thicker, uh, higher priming uh, tobacco, where uh, an Ecuadorian um, Habano, we've never heard of Ecuadorian Habano, uh, you know, put through the Maduro fermentation process. So... I'm not sure that in my book this is a Maduro. This is just a a very dark Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, in my opinion. But well, we can well, move to, on. To, to be clear, I, it was an offhand comment based on a glimpse of your cigar, so we could we could just move on. <laughs> I I actually love that. I think it's kind of interesting. Yeah, no, I I love it when it's like, and we always say that in beer is like one of the one of my favorite adages in beer is you could ask a brewer. You ask 10 brewers the same question, you get 11 different answers. And, and, and it, it kind of illustrates the um, artist in nature, the, uh, you know, the artful side of things. Well, there's so much science behind fermentation and, and brewing as well as uh, uh, cigar making. One of the things I, I love about uh, the cigar manufacturing um, you know, industry and process in general is that, well, they all understand there's a lot of science going on there. They, they lean more towards like the, the uh, traditional European winemaking practices of, well, we just, you know, pay attention to agriculture and assume all the science is working itself out. You know, we, we don't go over, overly into that. It's more the artistic side of agriculture and, and process and tradition that drives those products rather than like, well, technically speaking, you know, once it hits X, Y, and Z, you know, and I can put this through a chromiograph and determine whether or not it's Maduro, it, screw all that. Like, 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 it's just, it is or it isn't. I, I love those debates, and I, and I kind of love that we accidentally stumbled on that today and, and irritated Rob that I, I'm still talking <laughs> no. about it. <laughs> it doesn't, doesn't irritate me at all. And in fact, when you, you said you actual said cigar right discussion. There. You said something right there, and I thought you were going to go into your uh, famous impression of a good friend of ours, and I'm glad that you didn't. I don't know what it was that you said right there, but I really thought you were trending down that, that road of uh, Im impressions, uh, which would have been fun. Uh, old, only the four of us are going to get that joke, and even Jordan's just looking at me like he doesn't know what the hell I'm talking about. <laughs> I, really thought you were, I really thought you were going I, I going zoned out uh, the second you started talking. <laughs> yeah, that's fair enough. I do it too. Uh, okay, so that's those are our pair. Oh, actually, what are you guys smoking? I see, Jordan, you've got a barber pole that looks uh, pretty well, intense over there. I thought I, I, I kind of thought you guys would keep it a little more St. Patty's themed. I, I picked uh, Oscar 
Valladares, 2012, Barber Pole. Come on now. Anyways, Candela. Right. On the way out. Candela, San Andres, Nicaraguan Binder, Honduran, nice. and Nicaraguan Filler. Beautiful. Lancero. I I was gonna do like the whole Candela thing, and I just couldn't bring myself to do it, and so I am smoking the uh, Cohiba Siri M because it has a green uh, band Whoa, on it. Oh, nice! I can't really Choice. get that. Out. You know, so uh, I figured that's as green as I'm going, guys. I just can't I can't get into the whole Candela thing. Why smoke? A candela when you don't have to. That's my. Well, this, is, this is the one day a year that you have to. I know. I know. That's tomorrow. To be fair, he's okay. got to smoke one tomorrow. Okay, there you um, go. I, I was gonna go candela, and I have a uh, the illusione. Is the, is it the H I? That's the candela. Oh. Yeah. I think, or H L. But it's isn't it? whatever it is. It's so I've had it for so long that it's not green anymore. It's like oh my god! It's like it fermented. It's like brownish. <laughs> Yeah, it's like brownish, so I figured I can't really. This doesn't look That's right. Amazing. I mean, it doesn't look good, so I don't want to smoke this on air. Maybe I'll smoke it at some point and, and let you guys know. But uh, it's a little soft. Can I? So I think that can I just say my, my favorite argument about Candela's? Like I at one point like wanted to review a barber pole, and I pushed like this Candela thing on Jordan, and 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 I had the door slammed hard in my face on that whole idea, and. And it came down to, I think my final argument was, yeah, but they say that you can't tell it's a candela. And, right. and you hear that a lot about, <laughs> I mean, like, people that make candelas are like, yeah, but if someone smoked it blindfold, they wouldn't know it's a candela. And Jordan made the most obvious, like, rebuttal of if you're trying to blend it to where it doesn't taste like a candela, then why the hell are we smoking a candela? The first <laughs> it's like, oh, it's like you, you should you you're gonna love this rattlesnake meat. It tastes just like chicken. It's like, well, oh, I eat chicken. Why not? I, I could just I could just eat chicken. It's a lot cheaper. I, what's the point? I love oh, it. Man. <laughs> That's funny. Um, all right, so let's uh, let's hop into uh, Irish whiskeys here a little bit. And uh, Randy, I'm just going to give a quick primer on cool. uh, the, the pot still uh, idea, where the, the history of it, just very, very quick. And then uh, you're going to fill in all the blanks because you know this a lot better than I do. Uh, but uh, so single pot still whiskey, it's, uh, it's a style of Irish whiskey uh, from a single distillery. And here's the main thing, at least as far as I can tell, is it's a mixed mash of malted and unmalted barley that's distilled in a pot still. So that's basically what really makes um, <clears throat> a pot still whiskey, Irish whiskey, what that makes. It's, it's, that, it's that malted and unmalted barley that's in the mash bill. Um, they've been distilling whiskey in, in Ireland since like the sixth century, depending on who you ask. Uh, the pot still, um, single pot still emerged uh, as a means of avoiding a tax, actually, from in 19, or in, in 19, 1785, uh, that was a tax on the use of malted barley. So the unmalted barley was the way to get around that. <clears throat> that tax was actually repealed about 100 years later, but by then, um, single or, or pot still whiskey was so popular that they just stuck with it, and it kind of became like the uh, unofficial national drink of Ireland. Randy, that's all I got. That's it. Okay. That's all, all the right. history I have. To me, okay, it's that. I've got a little more. To me, the the, the thing was. He's like, good try, good try, good try. It's, it's right, here the, we go. It, well, it's it's the it's the it's the the mash bill, right? It's the it's the. Wait, so so they were doing the unmalted, unmalted and then they were like, 
after then that sometime passed and then they could do it again. They're like, oh, we kind of we kind of like some of that unmalted, but yeah. let's put some malted back in. No, they were. It was a mixed. It was a mixed mash. At least this is the way that I'm understanding it. A mixed mash bill. There was a tax on malted barley. So to cut back on some costs, they went with they mixed in a certain amount of unmalted barley. I don't know how much, um, but uh, I think legally it has to be 30% of each at this point, uh, plus whatever else, or at least 30% of each. Uh, it was somewhere that I was reading that, but I'm sure Randy can tell us a little bit better on that. But again, they, they the profile became so popular they drank it for a century. And yeah. by the time they repealed that, it was like, well, hey, we still like this stuff, so we're not getting rid of it. Yeah, so they, they, they did very much uh, reduce the amount of unmalted barley. What unmalted barley is going to give you is, is a little bit more sourness. You don't have the conversion strength. You don't have the sugar. So you don't get that, um, that, that ABV up as high when you're using more unmalted barley. Um, but let's... let's Wind back a little bit to, to Rob's point. One of the key factors that that uh, differentiates Irish whiskey and makes Irish whiskey what it is is definitely partially the, the mash bill. We've talked many times on the show as we've covered bourbon uh, unteenth amount of times. I drink rye, according to to Rob, every single week, um, and and so how we differentiate those guys, right, is like bourbon. Legally speaking, has to come from America. Mostly, it comes from Kentucky. And it has to be made with 51% at least corn in the mash bill. Rye is at least 51% rye, and the rest is corn and oats and, um, and barley. Barley's always a big factor in all these spirits that we talk about. So with, uh, with Irish whiskey, it is exclusively barley. Now, to, to Rob's point, there is some percentage that's um, unmalted, but it's 100% barley. So when you, when you think about the difference that's, that, that's going to make corn is much sweeter than barley is, it has more, so it's, it's thought to be a, a thicker, um, uh, you know, more, more, uh, more mouthfeel coming from, from, the, from the bourbon um, versus an Irish whiskey. So an Irish whiskey is going to be have a little bit more malt character, similar to beer. It's going to be a little bit lighter in body. It's going to be a little bit spicier as you, you don't have that neutral corn. So while I said corn has a much sweeter profile and more sugar in it, it's more neutral in overall flavor uh, contribution. So it's, it's, it's a richer and yet thinner uh, product. The other big dif distinction with Irish whiskey, not only is its mash bill, but its aging process, which as we know with, with all whiskeys, all brown liquids in general, that brownness is coming from a charred oak barrel. And so where bourbon, for instance, since we use that as kind of our baseline of what we're talking about because we talk about it so frequently on the show, uh, uh, bourbon goes into new oak primarily, right? It, it also has, um, it's also aged for a longer period of time. Typically a minimum for uh, American bourbon is going to be like four years. Where Irish whiskey very rarely goes into new oak. What it actually goes into the most is used bourbon barrels or sherry barrels, sometimes port barrels. So by, by using a second round of oak barrel aging, a lot of that like heavy oak, the vanilla character, the char has already been leached out of it based on the first beverage that was aged. So say you got this 
uh, again, sherry barrels was kind of the original classic. Now they use a lot of bourbon barrels, but originally sherry was the primary barrel that uh, was used for Irish whiskey. And so you'd get these sherry barrels. A lot of that char's already been pulled out. It's already been extracted into the sherry. There's a little bit of a sherry note in there because there's some residual uh, liquid in there. And then the Irish whiskey goes in and is aged for a minimum of three years. So it's a little bit uh, less time in the barrel. It's a, a pre-used barrel. That's also a really big distinction on Irish whiskey. So it's always going to be lighter in color than say a bourbon or a rye that are going into new barrels and it's getting that that dark uh, character and, the, and those caramel characters from the new charred oak. Um, and then and the other big factor that really distinguishes Irish whiskey, as, uh, as Rob has, has inferred, a pot still. A pot still versus a column or a reflux still. Those are the two most commonly used stills that we see. Bourbon and, and rye are usually going to be done in a column still. And all that means, they're virtually the same device, but a column still has this filtration column that can be literally multiple stories tall with screens in there that are knocking out uh, some, some of the impurities, getting a more pure and clean distillate. Where using a pot still, you're just barely taking the first vapors and, you, and you're immediately cooling them down into liquid from the wash. And we won't go into that. We've talked about washes. You know, all, all, all uh, spirits are, are created from a, a lighter fermented uh, alcohol beverage and then you extract the alcohol with heat. Well, the difference is with all those, um, those filtration panels in a column still, you're, you're getting a cleaner product, so it's a little bit crisper. You're, you're stripping away some of those original flavors, where when you're using a pot still, you're carrying on a lot more of the flavor from that original uh, fermentation product. So that, that malt, I mean, you're basically making a hop-free beer, uh, uh, essentially, and then you're stripping the the you know you're you're concentrating out the alcohol, so you're carrying a lot of that malt flavor uh, with it. So it's all malt, and then and then you're not stripping as much of that malt flavor, and so uh, so you end up with something that you know people will describe Irish whiskey as spicier, more fruity than uh, than the other whiskeys. It is the reason why there's two uh, spellings of whiskey. Uh, Irish whiskey is spelt with an E-Y at the end, where American whiskey just has a, a, a single Y. No. Um, that's a fact. American whiskey is uh, E-Y also. Scotch is the Y. Scotch and Canadian are, are just Y. Americans, E-Y. Yep. Irish is E-Y. Except for Old Forester, right? They're, they're the ones that do it differently. Yeah, American seems to dance on both sides of the line. No, it. it's like I would think the mostly Americans that is the EY. In any event, uh, <laughs> so the, the, those are those are the, those are the real distinctions of what make Irish whiskey Irish whiskey. And there is the legal determination that you know bourbon can only come from America, Irish whiskey can only come from Ireland. You, you can't make uh, Irish whiskey in Kentucky or any other area other than uh, Ireland. And, um, and so that's, that's my piece on, on Irish whiskey. I can talk a little bit about red breast here, but, uh, but I'll, I'll, uh, I'll give the mic back to you, Rob. What do, what do you think of my little uh, my presentation on uh, pot stills and Irish whiskey in general? Of, of all of that, there was a lot of information in there, Randy. Thank you for all that. The, the most important thing I took out of it is Eric's right. Old Forester doesn't have the knee in whiskey. Yeah. Right. Eric is almost never wrong. They're just rebels. 
<laughs> that's one thing that we should no, all that's... we should all learn from the show. Eric is never yeah, wrong. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That's well, that's that's up for debate, but <laughs> we will uh, we can we can move forward. Yeah, no, that's Randy, thank you for uh for um for dropping that knowledge. I have uh I haven't had Irish we still have as many viewers as when I started. I'm shocked. <laughs> Yeah, well, I, I was actually watching that because I was running out of things to distract myself with. So I, I started to watch the the number of viewers, and we were, you know, up. Oh, we just lost one. Now that I'm talking, so you know, what are you gonna do? Um, it's been a while since I've had Irish whiskey, and you're right. Like I'm, I don't get like the way that you described it, where it has like an equal richness to uh, to other whiskeys, but it's it's thinner. It's mm-hmm. the, the, the viscosity, Randy, if you will, mm-hmm. yep. Of, yep. Uh, of Irish whiskey. I'm surprised. I had no idea, and I don't remember it being. It just tastes so thin. Um, yeah. but it tastes fine, but it feels so thin on the palate. It's, it's, uh, I was surprised, and I'm glad that you pointed that out. And I am getting, I do get a lot of fruit notes mm-hmm. out, of, uh, out of this uh, green spot. We're, I, I'm curious to hear about the uh, flavor profile you're getting uh, from the red breast, because they are a little bit different. Uh, same process sure. and everything, but you know, different mm-hmm. distilleries and all that noise. So uh, I'm curious to see uh, what kind of flavors flavors you all are picking up because you all are drinking the same stuff. Yeah, well, you, you know, hey, let's hear hear from Eric, you're, you, you, Mr. Uh, I drink bourbon 18 times a day uh, guy. I'd love to <laughs> hear, hear hear what you say because I, I I feel like to call it thin almost sounds uh, negative maybe negative. But, but what I would argue is I think we're all pretty accustomed to bourbon. And so it, it's always going to be what we compare it to. And so, so let's go, go to the most extreme version of, because I don't drink bourbon every day. And I'm I, pretty sure Eric actually does. I think, uh, <laughs> I think Robbie hit it, the nose, the tail on the donkey or oh. the nose on the hey, hey. whatever. <laughs> uh, it's, 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 it's super thin. Uh, it doesn't have that, uh, fun viscosity that bourbon has it doesn't have that sweet caramely and instead that you trade that off for more of a smoky you know it's like a scotch's brother you know like they're cousins and and um so this um isn't my thing i'm just gonna say it right now it's just not it's not my thing because of the uh uh, it's just too thin and um it's too much like drinking rubbing alcohol or something i don't know wow Wow, that's 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 Jordan? stark. Yeah, uh, Jordan, you, you want to uh, say something? I say, I would say it's it's very smooth, which is like one of those weird oh. words that doesn't really mean uh-huh. anything. But it's just like thank, thank you for following up with that. Yeah, uh, and <laughs> it, yeah, you kind of have to use it because it doesn't really taste like anything. Um, it's just it's it's so th- it kinda, well, I guess I could say like honeydew melon or something like that. Mm, uh, it kind of has that yeah. kind of flavor to it. Um, it's. It's it's not my not my thing. It's, it's a little too boring for me. Interesting. Wow. So so I, <laughs> I so like how I, you said Jordan. Could you say things now? <laughs> that, was, that, that, that was funny. But, but, well, I I, I I love that because so many people lean on the word smooth as a descriptor, and when they don't have, unfortunately, they haven't developed the vocabulary <laughs> to really just say what they're they're describing. And so since Jordan, that's why you can give it. it. He followed up with like, look, I know that's a cup out. <laughs> um, well, I, I am but, surprised but no. it's not as malty as I I would expect. Like, it, as a scotch, as compared to a scotch, like this doesn't have sure. that overly malty character to it. It's just it's just thin and and smooth. 
Yeah, no, so, so beyond the viscosity that you're getting from the corn, I think a big part of the bourbon profile that especially you guys are so acclimated to is that char, is that vanilla, is that heavy oak character that again, because you're not using new oak in, uh, in Irish whiskey production, you're not getting that. So it is a very different beverage. Um, uh, you know, for, for a guy like me who I like bourbon quite a bit, I like rye even more. Um, this is, this is a, a pretty far departure, but quite honestly, this is easier drinking for me. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's quite nice. It is a little bit more reminiscent of beer, in my opinion. It's like, a, uh, it, I wouldn't say it's like barley wine-esque because obviously you've got a lot of, uh, of viscosity in, in the higher ABV beers. But, uh, but I definitely get some malt qualities from it. Um, to, to say that it's not malty, as malty as you are expecting, I totally get that too because you don't have that sweetness um, which, which I think, you know, fills out a lot. And, um, and I'm just going to go ahead and dovetail that into my pairing um, because I was expecting this to be, have a little fruit character, have a little bit more spiciness, be a little bit lighter in body. I wanted to go with something that um, is complementary, but not, uh, it's not going to resonate with, as the same. It's going to more fill out the spectrum of flavor that I'm, I'm looking to experience. So I went with a cigar that has a little bit of sweetness, a little bit of chocolate, uh, I, 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 I've seen uh, vanilla caramel is uh, one of the descriptors that Jordan used when he originally um, reviewed this cigar when it came out on, on CigarDojo.com. Uh, one of the, the words that I always thought of when I first smoked the cigar was nougat. So I'm, I'm getting some of that sweetness. I'm getting some of that richer character that, that I, I knew going into this that the whiskey wasn't going to necessarily provide. And so... Well, this isn't a contrasting flavor, but it's also not synergistic with the, the whiskey that it's not like carrying on the same flavors. It's filling out the missing part of the spectrum where I did still want to have some sweetness. I wanted to have a little bit more full richness. And I felt like this cigar was really going to bring that to the table without being so strong that it overpowered the whiskey at all. Um, and so I, and I'm just going to you know, pull the, the curtain back and say it's, it's working exactly how I expected it to. The fullness and richness that's left on my palate from, the, from drawing on the cigar and then following it up with the whiskey really creates this very full spectrum of flavor where I, I'm not lacking anything um, that, you, you know, both Eric and Jordan both kind of described, you know, what I got from what they both described was it's lacking something that they, that they expect in their pairings. And, and I feel like my cigar is filling in um, some of those, I don't want to say deficits because that's disrespectful to Irish whiskey, but, but you know where I'm going with it, right, Rob? Randy, yeah, all this talk <clears throat> about lacking something reminds me. <laughs> Randy! Tonight's 112th episode of Flavor Odyssey, in celebration of the great St. Patrick, our pairings with Irish whiskey and all the shenanigans that we come up with here at Cigar Dojo Studios is brought to you by none other than the greatest cigar brand in all the world, Drew Estate. Please support everything that Drew Estate does by following them on all social media platforms at Drew Estate and ask for them at a brick and mortar near you.
One brick and mortar that you'll always be able to find Drew Estate in is Smoke In. The sponsor of all cigars smoked here on Flavor Odyssey, Smoke In has opened their new distribution center. They've built a state-of-the-art 8,000 square foot warehouse that is fully environmentally controlled and has all new inventory and fulfillment controls that will make one of the industry's fastest and most reliable retailers even more effective and more efficient. Additionally, they've expanded their selection and are carrying more brands than ever. Be, be sure to check out their website and place an order today at smokein.com. Hey, oh, hey, oh, that was a good one. Read the heck out of that read. You yeah. read the heck out of it. Yeah, it's like a leprechaun. <laughs> that that, that, like that was leprechaun. nice. I, I, I don't know. I don't know if Scott just knew to do that or you flipped that over to him, Jordan. But that was really good because I had completely lost. Well, Scott time. like he, he whisked, <laughs> tapped me on the shoulder and was like, "I'm gonna do the intro." To the- <laughs> I, I, I was I was toying with the idea for the past 15 minutes because uh, we were getting a little bit late and and just the look in Randy's eye told me that he had no idea that he had forgotten to do the read. So I, uh, I take one week off and I completely forgot about my read. Yeah. Yeah, totally. So, uh, Scott, good assist. Uh, uh, good on yes, you there, buddy, well for, uh, for for pulling us back in on that. Um, now, and, and to get back to what uh, you were saying about your pairing, Randy, I, I completely understand uh, what you're saying. And based on the, the yeah, Gaelic read would have been sweet, dude. That's we're gonna have to start planning. Uh, we're gonna start planning ahead. I don't know. I don't know what other holidays come in other other languages, but uh, I think that's we gotta write that into Randy's contract. Eric, let's get that in the contract. Yes, Cinco uh, de Mayo. Yes, we get that sponsored by Rosetta Stone or something. Yeah, right, 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 right. <laughs> yeah, I think. I mean, I'm down with that. Um, yeah. So, Randy, I, I think my experience isn't isn't quite the same as what you're getting. Uh, for me, with Green Spot, I definitely get kind of a candied apple kind of vibe, and I can understand uh, why uh, the boys uh, back in Colorado are uh, compare this to to Scotch. Uh, if you if you went with kind of a simpler, uh, like a intro level Glenmorangie or, or Glenfiddich, Glen, any Glen, um, you would uh, kind of get that. Thank you. Get that uh, that lighter kind of flavor profile. And in here, I get you know there's some, there's a little bit of cinnamon, like a cinnamon spice apple, uh, kind of like a green apple. There's a little bit of tartness to it. There's a little bit of spice. There's a little bit almost like a white pepper that kind of uh, that that rests on the palate a little bit, as you mentioned. Is, with, with, through the process, you do get a little bit more of that spice. I wouldn't go so far as to say it's spicier than bourbon. Uh, at least this version that I'm drinking is not. Um, but there is a little bit of that spice. There's some of that sweet. There's I don't get any smoky uh, like uh, Eric was talking about. But mm. there is that 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 green apple kind of uh, candied vibe that I got, and that's why I decided to go with the uh, the Ferriatego um, uh, Elegancia. Because I get from there, I get that kind of graham crackery cinnamon uh, vibe. There's a little bit of a creamy, woody texture that rests on the palate. It's going to go quite nice with that uh, that apple vibe that you get. Um, definitely that white pepper on the retrohale as well. Actually, it's probably more of a black pepper from from the cigar than a white pepper. But it's it's there on that retrohale, and it kind of kicks up everything with a little bit of that spice. It's exactly what I wanted. It's not a, a pairing that's going to blow you out of the water with flavor that just slams into your face like some of these things that we do. It's a much more nuanced and elegant um, uh, pairing, I think. And it's I'm, I'm really happy because when I first tasted, I, I had some green spot last night for the first time in a while. 
And I thought, wow, this is really soft. It's, yeah. it's really soft on the palate. And I was worried that the cigar was going to run it over. And uh, it definitely did not. So uh, it, that's, that's worked out pretty well for me. I don't know if we want to go into scoring here um, at this point. Maybe you may as well. I'll just go ahead and say, yeah, I'm going thumbs up on this. It's really, it's everything that I hoped for. I, I was hoping to uh, enhance that kind of green apple spice, apple pie. That's Apple pie is kind of what I was going for. And that's really what you kind of end up here. Um, not like a McDonald's apple pie, even though those are pretty good. Those are just too sweet. Like the, my sister makes the best apple pie. I swear to God, it's the best. Um, it, it, it's, just, it's reminiscent of that. There's a little bit of that brown sugar kind of floating around. I think that comes from the whiskey. Um, yeah, I dig it. It's not overpowering, but it's, it's super, super satisfying. Great. Yeah. Um, that, I love the apple pie reference. I think uh, fantastic. Again, um, I think you're just making up fun adjectives to try and win. Honestly, no, no, no. I can, I can see the Ferrio Tango go, going really well again for, for a uh, very light shade uh, wrapper cigar. That one definitely has a lot more flavor than some of the Connecticut's that, uh, that we've rated highly uh, in the past for Cigar Dojo. It, it definitely has more complexity. Um, I'm really excited about the pairing that I put together. I think it's everything that I had hoped while we talked about the differences in Maduria. And I'm glad we kind of went off on that tangent because I think that's important. Because this cigar really doesn't come home with a lot of chocolate and espresso and, and, and a lot of the flavor descriptors that we would necessarily use for a Maduro. Um, it just has a, just a, a touch of that like cocoa, that, again, that richness, that nougat, that sweetness that really backfills um, some of the the lighter body uh, uh, character of, of the Irish whiskey. So for me, I'm also giving a, a thumbs up to my pairing uh, as as I, I think I've totally hit what I always talk about, which is, you know, something that is greater than the sum of its parts. Um, I, I think that the the, uh, the the multi character, the, the spice, the fruit uh, actually add to the um, to the cigar. And honestly, I might become more of an Irish whiskey drinker moving forward as, again, this is a, a easier drinking. I mean, one of the reasons I always talk about that I, that I don't drink bourbon and, and rye more frequently uh, like you guys do is I'm a volume consumption kind of guy. You know, I, I'm, I, I grew up on no. beer. I, yeah, I, I pound. Anyone that's been around me, ask Chad. He just spent a week with us down in Miami. You know, I drink, man. I, I, I drink like. <laughs> Thanks, Kurt. Uh, I, I, I drink large volume, and uh, and going in for the, for the beverages. Why I add ice? Um, because I'm not trying to literally just sip. This isn't, you know, you know, you know uh, I like to drink. And so, like, I, 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 to I totally feel like I can take a mouthful of this and, and just, oh like, pound through it. Look at five ounces. I've got an ounce and a half left. I'm, and I'm cruising, man. I'm feeling good. <laughs> okay, uh, Jordan. So, Jordan, write this down somewhere. Between the 48 and 51 minute mark, there's about six sound bites from Randy that we need to cut out. <laughs> we, got, we got I pound. Uh, I like to drink. Uh, I like to drink. I, 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 there was another one in there. Uh, I, I, I definitely need to. I need some sound bites. That was that was uh, that was surreal, man. Thank you for that. Um, no, I, I I hear you, and it's it's to me it's 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 easier to drink. It's definitely easier to drink. And and Jordan said that it's smooth. To me, I just say it's it's softer on the palate. 
It's, yeah. uh, it, but it's the same kind of concept, right? It's, I can, like, I can take big sips of this. I don't know that I really want to. Uh, it's not really my goal on a Wednesday night, Randy. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, um, yeah, it's, it's definitely easier to drink. Um, there's, there's still a hefty amount of flavor here. It's not going to be the same as, as, you know, if you're going from, from a, a whiskey or a barrel proof or something like that. I mean, you're, 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 you're playing a totally different ballgame here. It's a bit more nuanced, uh, definitely lighter on the palate. Um, and I do enjoy Irish whiskey, but I'm, I'm, I'm weird about my whiskeys. I gotta be, I gotta be in the mood for it. Like winter time, I'm drinking scotch, uh, summertime I'm drinking bourbon. Uh, at some point in there, I'm like, I guess early spring, I'm drinking Irish whiskey. Uh, Jordan, what do you got? Get this. The votes are tied. Oh you guys. my goodness. <laughs> Somebody get in there. You can. Yeah, decide the whole thing. Wow, that's I don't think we've ever had that happen before. We, we, we've never I've got, I've got a flavor odyssey coin for somebody who wants to put that. <laughs> oh. By the way, he doesn't have a single if he's giving you a flavor odyssey coin, it's literally the one he has. That's worth more. That's yeah. not true. Yeah, it's actually yeah, yeah it's, it's been in my sweaty pocket. No, I've, I've got about oh, ten. They just changed significantly. So oh my goodness. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, um, let, let's let's do. See, let's sometimes, ready, you just got to buy the vote. I wore green. This guy would be being pinched if let's, we were all in the while, same place. While the votes uh, sift out, real quick, uh, I'll I'll talk <laughs> about my pairing. Uh, this doesn't yes, matter for you the hated vote. it. But um, I gotta say, I I've smoked the cigar a couple times. Didn't really like it, but tonight I am really liking this. So good on Sean Williams and Cohiba. This Serie M tonight is tasting great. Like a lot That's of. That's the original. A lot of uh, sour. I don't know. Uh, I was in my humidor. I don't know. A lot of sourdough <laughs> kind of notes. A little bit of um, a little bit of sweetness going with it. Um, I wouldn't recommend uh, pairing it with Irish whiskey because the the drink is a, a turnoff in my opinion. But the cigar is great tonight, so I would go thumbs down for me. But the cigar is definitely a uh, a shining star. Jordan, what do you Ooh. think? I would say uh, you know. Just uh, Candela's and Irish whiskey, they both should only be drank once a year on, <laughs> on this day. Uh, consumed. Yeah. Or consu- consumed. <laughs> drank slash smoke. Uh, the cigar, uh, medium bodied. Uh, it doesn't, it, it, the Candela and the San Andreas don't go together. So they taste like I blended, my blend that I go to Drew Estate and I make my own blend and it's just like, it just comes out as like, a cigar, you know, like it doesn't really taste like anything. Uh, I could say it's sort of a musty kind of a flavor to it with some grassy notes. Uh, draws firm, not a good cigar. Uh, the drink <coughs> is ex- what I described earlier. If I, if I want an easy drinking drink, I'll just drink water. Why would I drink an alcoholic drink Jesus. if I wanted something easy drinking? <laughs> For me personally, I actually go the opposite route. Like, if I don't want to get hammered, I'll drink a super barrel-proof bourbon because I can just take a teeny little sip and let that mm. just, like, unfold on the palate. Mm. Whereas if I drink something super mellow like this, I'll, I could drink a full glass of it, and, and then I'm going to drink more than I should of it. Uh, so I would go, I would kind of go the opposite route. Uh, mm. Drinks mild, cigars medium. They don't pair together well at all. Mm. Thumbs down. Yeah. That was a fun description. I really enjoyed that. Thank you for sharing, Jordan. That, I mean, it sounds horrible, but but thank you for going through that for this show. It shows what a trooper you are. 
I, I, I like the description of, well, I could drink a whole glass of it, and then I'm drunk, and I didn't even enjoy getting it. No. <laughs> hey, you said, it be, you said it better than I did. <laughs> like, I got, I, got all, I got all bad stuff out of drinking. It was all the calories, and I'm drunk. And I didn't taste it. Like what? I don't even remember getting drunk. It never even happened. Um, well, that's that's unfortunate. Uh, and I'm I'm been, I've been, and I know I, I've I've said this before that I'm not much of a, a, a barrel proof cask strength guy, but I've been coming around. I've been coming around, and the same way that you just talked about, Jordan, is like it's just you. Put, it's not even. I don't even need like much. like a, a half ounce, an ounce maybe tops, right. and I'm good. Right. You know, I just. You, little sips. There's a ton of flavor. There's a lot of enjoyment out of it, and I don't mm-hmm. get the hangover of the full glass of Irish whiskey. But uh, See, th- Randy, that's next how I, Wednesday, that's how I oh. enjoy bourbon. Just so we're clear, that's how yeah. I enjoy bourbon as well. And I do like I. I Jordan's kind of kind of opened my, my my eyes to to barrel strength more. But the trick for me is, I drink four to six beers on on one side. While I'm sipping at my bourbon, <laughs> and then and then all things are right in the world. As, 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 as we say here every week on Flavor Odyssey, we preach moderation, Randy. So yes. thank you for driving <laughs> that point home. Uh, we are getting back on the Oh Natural train next week, Randy. Uh, do you have the cigar that we're smoking? Do you know what's on tap for next week? Is this a weird time for me to tell you guys that I won't be around next week? <laughs> Yes, perfect. It is a weird time, uh, but we'll roll no, with of it. Course, of, next, of course, I, I I have next week's cigar. Next week we you're are missing a, smoking. You're going to be missing a great show. Yeah, we're smoking one that I'm super excited about. It is the none other than the EPC Encore, if I'm not mistaken. That's oh, correct, wow. and and you're not going to be here, so that's a bummer, dude. That's freaking that's, love that cigar. Make sure you guys it's vote not... accordingly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right now, I'm. I'm 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 an in, international man of mystery, guys. Yeah, I got to do what, what what I do. If I'm not in the studio, I usually don't tune in. But I will say, uh, Eric and I had a what I would consider a pretty successful smoke night live in Miami, uh, doing a remote session. I, I do have a new uh, light and camera set up that that uh, can go remote. Um, so I will not be um, anywhere near. Uh, lot B next week, but uh, stay tuned, and Robbie will let you know on Monday in his uh, in his update of if Randy can figure out how to make this remote uh, appearance for next week. But we will have a show either way, and uh, the EPC Encore obviously taking number one on Cigar Aficionado and being a, a main focus uh, along with. You know, they had three consecutive years of a number two, two number ones with the Encore, the um, the other one, and then the Pledge. Um, the other one being the, what is it called? Mi Familia? La oh, Historia. La, La Historia. I knew it was in that you were close. realm. Kind of. Oh, yeah. I mean, same language, anyway. Uh, <laughs> exactly. But but super exciting to, to bring that cigar in. I can't believe we haven't smoked that cigar uh, up till this point. It's going to be a great addition for, for the road to au naturel. Indeed, indeed. And I love the fact that you announced that you're an international man of mystery, which Randy tells me you're not an international <laughs> man of mystery. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys, what's, uh, what's popping on Smoke Night Live this Friday? All right, boys, so since uh, St. Patty's Day, I'll ask both of you guys a question, a philosophical question. Do you guys, you people talk about the luck of the Irish. Do you guys believe... That there is such a thing as luck. Hmm. 
I, I like to believe that I create my own luck. Mm. Luck Ooh, is the like byproduct that. of hard work, baby. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. okay, so I, I got to just throw this out here because it was brought up yesterday um, uh, 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 amongst English nomenclature in general, that why is the term luck always thought of only in a positive term? Since we talk about bad luck as well, but when you say that guy's lucky, uh, he could have had a string of really bad luck over the last couple of weeks, and mm. you could still say that guy's still lucky. It's true. It's all bad luck. Uh, so, so I, I love the term, but yeah, I like to believe that that my that my fortune is is much more uh, a product of my personal effort and engagement than just natural happenstance. So we are going to have a very ironic show Friday. Uh, we'll have Juan Cancel and Kevin Kaithen on the show. And as you know, Juan is uh, he's a bit of a wild card. So we're going to be asking Juan and Kevin some very philosophical questions similar Ooh. to that. Is there such a thing as luck? What is the meaning of life? That Those types of questions. And if Juan mm. is on his second handle of Tito's, it should, <laughs> it should prove to be a extremely interesting show. And then the week after mm. that, so a week from Friday, um, I'll actually be live from La Zona Palooza uh, in Hialeah Gardens, uh, just near Miami there. So we'll be broadcasting live from La Zona Palooza a week from this Friday. So Juan and Kevin this Friday, and then next Friday, La Zona Palooza should be two weeks of great entertainment can i just say my 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 amount my threshold of surprise that there's a blizzard coming and that you're on your way to miami again (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah. make of that what you will randy make of that what you will (laughs) i love it i love it we just do we have a dojo chopper do we do we yes. chopper you out to Miami? Yes, like, we do. How, do. how does this work? That would be yeah, a very, very long, very long chopper, flight. Right? That would be a very, very yeah, long yeah. flight. It better be, it's got to be one of those comfortable choppers, like the one they took to Jurassic Park, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I prefer yeah. to take, you know, Airwolf? The, the, you the, private, the private jet. The dojo Airwolf private jet. Was, Airwolf was dope, man. Wouldn't it, though? I loved but, that show. But I like the private jet. Now, now that we know that there's a private jet hand, you, Robbie... You and I are going to have to tap into this whole private jet situation that Eric's going yeah. on. A little bit yeah, we need to, again. We need to revisit these contracts because this is uh, <laughs> this is crap. I'm I'm not getting I'm not getting what I need to be getting here. Um, Unbelievable. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, yeah. On that note, we'll wrap it up. Thanks everybody for tuning in. This was a lot of fun. Everybody have a great St. Patrick's Day. Uh, enjoy yourself. Um, be responsible wait. if you're going to be uh, wait, wait, it. wait, wait, yeah. wait, Robbie, wait, Robbie. Oh yeah, who won? What's the audience the has informed Whoa, me to end the the votes. Uh, we're looking at ooh a close one here, guys. Uh, Randy takes it for the first time in oh. months uh, with fifty-two percent. Wow, that, that was close. St. Patrick's Day to you, Dojo. You, 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 you done good. You done good. Whoever threw out that one vote, I'm very disappointed. <laughs> you could have had a coin. That's, yeah, you could have. You could have had one. All right. That's all right. You probably already have one because uh, you're watching the show. But, yeah, everybody have a great – thanks again for tuning in. This is a lot of fun. Uh, have, a, have a great uh, St. Patrick's Day. Um, if uh, you're going to be over imbibing, go ahead use that uh, – Ride share. What are, you, are you an Uber or Lyft guy, Randy? 
I use them both because they have fl flexible pricing. I go with whatever is going to cost me less. I celebrate the man's entire catalog as well. Everybody have a great week. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Be kind to each other. It costs you nothing. We'll see you next week as Odyssey continues.